Good day, friends and listeners. I had a whole storyboard set up for this week's Beneath the Surface. One topic I was really itching to speak about was the whole QAnon, Pizzagate, and the fact such a silly, and with borderlines on hilariously insane movement, actually got one of their members voted into Congress. Her name, as many of you know, is Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia. And just another instance that shows what kind of direction this country where I reside is heading. Now, I was planning and still hope to get to that ridiculousness, but sadly, as I was definitely preparing a more celebratory type of response to Benjamin Netanyahu's final day as the crime minister of Israel, plus today is actually happens to be my 16th, uh, or the 16th, which is my 37th birthday. And, but of course, this morning, at least U.S. Eastern Standard Time, I was forced to read an Al Jazeera report on an IAF air raid on Gaza City. So now, obviously, upon reading that, I'm actually basically speechless. But of course, I must comment on just how sickening and how angry this makes me and pretty much, I'm sure, all of you out there listening. I can never say I'm surprised by uh, the government of Israel's actions. But the fact that Netanyahu's gone and this so-called coalition to get rid of him included members of certain left-wing parties in the Knesset, including um, including some Arabic politicians, and that, to me, was a bit of a shock. Now, I did mention this um, when the um, the whole 11-day ceasefire happened, that it, at some point, you know, some freaking incendiary balloon, allegedly, and I put the emphasis on allegedly, was flown over into an Israeli-occupied area. So naturally, Hamas is blamed. And consequently, that gives the IAF the green light to carpet bomb, quote, military installations. And since I did speak on an earlier recording on how the United States always sets their, you know, red line, where if any belligerent nation or terrorist cross, it's supposedly uh, supposed to be met with some consequences. But again, that line does not exist for Israel. They bomb whoever they want, whenever they please, and they do so without even the threat of sanctions or even any reprimanding from their allies and co-defendants in war crimes, the United States. All of you listening, I'm sure, mostly agree with the assessment I've just given. This action by the new Prime Minister, Naftali Bennett, is absurd. And again, it's not self-defense. It's, it's a bullshit excuse for a new regime to show just how tough they are and plan to be. Two days, though. Two days, huh? Naftali, that's all it took? Some wayward balloons that even if they were sent over there were probably done so by some Palestinian teenagers who more than likely maybe had a family member or friend that were killed during the previous bombing raids. This is an outrage. And obviously, you don't hear anything from Biden or his uh, his very silent uh, Secretary of State, Tony Blinken. They say nothing, and, and if they are to say something, it's going to be the whole... Uh, the whole spiel about them being, uh, you know, standing by their Israeli allies. And I'm sick of hearing it. You know what? Don't even bother. Biden, don't even bother. It's, it's just going to upset people that, um, you know, know what's going on is wrong. It's just going to basically upset people. Now, as for this uh, Neftali Bennett guy, um, like I said, I may have said this earlier in an earlier uh, piece, but, you know, when I heard that, 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 that Yahoo was gone, which I'm still, listen, I'm still I'm thrilled, thrilled about, you know, he's, he's a criminal. He's a, he's a, He's just a, a, like an all-around bad guy. But, I mean, for this man to uh, take over as, as prime minister and, and, you know, I mean, I'm sure 
I'm sure the uh, the politicians there in Israel, you know, that their main concern wasn't, you know, the violence, uh, the, you know, the violence, the IDF, uh, you know, uh, roughing up uh, civilians. That's probably not probably most definitely not the main reason they wanted to get rid of old BB. It was probably more or less they were tired of him. You know, he's got he's got criminal charges. You know, him and his wife think they're the king and queen of, uh, you know, Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, whatever. It's basically more or less, um, you know, the, the, the politicians were sick of them. And like I said, there are good, many, you know, solid Israeli civilians out there that, that um, you know, they, they, they were hoping for maybe, you know, but then you look, you look at this man's history and what he is and what, where he, uh, you know, where he's coming from. And, and I don't know why there was any, maybe some initial, uh, you know, optimism about him, but. I mean, look, he is what he is. He is a right-wing nationalist, a right-wing nationalist. We discussed right-wing nationalism in a prior show, and um, that's what he is. And, you know, the first sign of any, you know, nonsense with the balloons and the and the whatever else, you know, they he obviously, that's that's not Hamas, you know, floating balloons. With, I don't know. You know, you know what they do where they set, set them on fire and put on the bottom of a balloon? It's... it's, it's is gonna do set, set some brush on fire no it's not like i said i'm not i don't condone that kind of behavior but i mean we, we, look at the look at the the, the uh, comparison here we're balloons or, or, or you know i don't know whatever they do set stick the dynamite on fire toss them over a, a fucking eight foot wall as opposed to you know these 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 modern military grade obviously rockets being shot where they can hit a rock, you know, they can hit a, uh, you know, a specific window of a building, which Israel has, which the United States sells to them. Like, well, let's, let's just balance that out. It's, it's outrageous. It is outrageous. And I didn't even want the show today. Originally, I, you know, I was, I was uh, preparing for the show for the last few days. And I didn't want to talk about, about Israel again. But I have to. I have to. My listeners, my, my regular listeners, a lot of them are very uh, passionate about it. And even when there's a, you know, the ceasefire, like you said, last 11 days, I was hoping it lasts much longer. I, w- I was mentioned last episode that I would hope this Bennett guy would come in, turn down the temperature a bit. And he went in and he just turned it up to 100 and he carpet bombed Gaza. I had to wake up this morning again, wake up, have my coffee and watch this. Now, I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm not in any danger. I don't have any family members there. But I, like I said, I speak to people who live in Gaza. Who live in Ramallah, other places, and I fear for them. I fear for their lives. I fear for their safety, and I and I'm sick. I'm sick. It sickens me to watch, and um, I don't even you know what I do when I, if it's on the, you know my, my television because I you know I'll go uh, into my you know when I get my independent news, my real you know what I really want to um get some like actual um you know truth, some real uh information. I'll go on certain sites that you know obviously they're not going to come on your uh your uh, local news stations. So I won't even, I won't even put the volume up. I'll mute it and just watch, you know, because obviously I did that bit on NBC. It wasn't a bit, but you know, NBC showing this, this two minute uh, footage they showed uh, a month back about Hamas's rockets and they didn't even say anything anyway. So why put the, why put the volume up? I'm not going to talk. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it, I'm, I'm tired of, of, of it. I'm tired of it. I, you know, I was originally, the show was originally going to be, like I mentioned earlier, it was going to be uh, uh, something that I could kind of get, uh, you know, I was getting kind of, I was getting excited about it, you know, uh, talking about, you know, these, these uh, 
turkey chewing on people and getting into Scientology, you know, and, and so much making a, a light of anything. But, you know, that's that's what I want to do. And this happens. And like, like I said, I'm not a reporter. I'm not a news person. I do not have a degree in journalism. But I have to I have to go with what's in the news and what, you know, what I what what, what makes me tick, what makes me, you know, get on here and want to speak. And uh, when I see that and that that happens, I just I have to. I have to. I I, 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 um, I communicate with people who are, uh, uh, you know, Palestinian, um, you know, they, they, they take care of Palestinian people. They, they're philanthropists or they, they're from there and, you know, they're, they go out and they protest everything. And, you know, I'm behind them 100%. And when something like this happens, um, you know, I, 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 uh, I, uh, like I said, communicate, whatever, communicate with them. And, uh, you know, I feel, I feel an almost not, not a certain obligation, but certain uh, responsibility to, to say what I say because uh or to say what I feel about it because um you know people listen and people uh, comment on it and uh, I feel like I have to um I was actually uh, doing a um written piece actually I'm in the middle of but I'm not changing that because I'm already you know that'll come out later but I, I don't want to get to that right now but I want to get to before I I, I do want to discuss a little bit about the Q and because I did so much well, research but I you know I gave it a lot of thought put a lot of thought into it about what, who and what I want to talk about. I mentioned I wanted to get a QAnon person on the show, but it didn't work out. I, I put out like a, a sort of a, you know, I, I dropped a line over to the, to the, to the, uh, to the nutty uh, QAnon folks and I didn't get any answer for responses. So, you know what, screw them. But I want to get to that. But before I do, I once again, I'm going to have to just um, not finish on this. I'm going to talk about it a little more, uh, you know, uh, before the episode is complete. But I am sickened by what this, uh, what the overall government in Israel is doing. There is no good right now in the Israeli um, government, as far as I can see. They're all um, warmongers, um, and if there are any that are warmongers and are, um, you know, your so-called left-wing parties, they have no power and they have no say, obviously, because um, the bombing doesn't stop. And, and I said, <laughs> I keep beating this. Down, but I said it. They were gonna Hamas, and it wasn't even a rocket. You know, they were gonna, they were gonna, maybe they were gonna catch up a, a, a spot there where maybe okay, maybe we could slip past the dome defense. You know, they were angry. You know, like I said, I don't blame them. Sometimes I, I don't condone it, but it was a, it was a balloon with some. I don't know. I don't even, you know, I don't even know a balloon with uh, some fire, uh, you know, piece of dynamite on it or whatever they do. They, they, like I said, they light it on fire and they, they float it over the wall there. Come on. That's, that's, that's just something. I mean, you know, you give them a warning. I don't know. Do they have to bomb? And I'm tired of military installation. I don't, I don't try not to use so many swear words. Military installation, you just, it's just, it's not. They're residential buildings. You can see it. What they bomb? Does it look like a, does it look like a military, you know, installation? Does it look like a, a militant warehouse? Not to me. Looks like a goddamn condominium. So I don't, I don't, I don't uh, go with that whole thing with the oh, it's a military installation. I, I don't. It doesn't look like it to me. I remember when uh, not to go off topic, but I remember what you know, shock and awe, and it was you know, you know, all the palaces were getting bombed. But I mean, for, you know, you saw that, and and um, you know what? 
you couldn't really tell if they were military stations. But I know Saddam, he had a military, you know, he had, he had an army, you know, he had Scud missiles, he had all this. Hamas doesn't have that. They have some rockets, maybe some RPGs. They're not a, a, a military. As a Palestinian country, technically, right? Right? So, I mean, what, what is this military installation? The malarkey. It's malarkey. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get back some more on that. Like I said, it's tough for me to talk about because I, I get I get worked up about it. I really do. And and when 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 a um, ceasefire lasts eleven days after off the nightmare that went on there for you know close to a month, this new guy gets in charge and he's just waiting. He's just waiting for something, something to say. All right, let let me show how tough I am, and let me show. Oh, you you think Netanyahu is bad? Just wait till Neftali gets his fingers on the trigger, right? Just wait. And sadly, we see, we see two days, two days. Anyway, whew. so um, like I said, at least BB's gone. But right now, there's just there's just no cause for celebration. And I was hoping, you know, a birthday and everything that I could uh, come on here. And I was gonna bring up the Netanyahu uh, ouster, but it's it's nothing to celebrate because of what happened there. Anyway, so getting back to the original topic that I did want to discuss. And it's very difficult right now to switch gears after talking about something so serious, something many of you obviously take personally, whether you're a Palestinian or like me, sympathize with their plight and their suffering. But, okay, so here goes it. So QAnon, basically, there is, you know, some of you know, there are a bunch of nut jobs who, uh, with some truly certifiably crazy beliefs. Um, now, in my Conspiracy Theories editorial, I did write a few months back. I, some of you may have read it. I really delved more into what they believe and how they felt like Donald Trump was sent here by God to save us from the Democratic Party and, and especially Hillary Clinton and the, and the pedophilia and their alleged child sex trafficking scheme they were running in the back of a pizzeria of all places. I guess somewhere in downtown Washington, D.C. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Cuban on the Marjorie Green. I wanted to, uh, to discuss a lot about that, like, yeah, you know, so maybe next week, um, you know, we still got plenty of time left here, but maybe next week I could actually find like a like a uh, an enthusiast, like a human enthusiast, to come on here and like debate me on this whole thing. But for for them to actually like, I remember the Tea Party uh bullshit and everything with Ted Cruz and a few more of those other guys. That was Ted Cruz. Uh, he's the one that comes to mind with the Tea Party uh uh stick or whatever. But um. Yeah, the thing about uh, getting someone into Congress that is uh, that believes this, that actually believes this is going on, it, it was a, uh, it was something. And I know uh, she's not going to last very long. I know uh, the Republicans are even quite, uh, they're quite uh, frightened. I don't know, if frightened is the right word. They just, they, I'm sure they don't want to have anything to do with her. But she's there. She's still uh, in that Congress seat. I'm not sure if she's coming up for re-election in the midterms, but I hope she is, and I hope. You know, I hope the Republicans come to their come to their senses because I know it must be a big Republican district if that lunatic got elected. So hopefully they could run like a primary and get her out of there. At least, you know, I mean, at least get your, your cookie cutter Republican in there and not some 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 stooge who I mean, look, stranger things have happened than there being a, you know, major United States uh, electorate party having a child sex ring in the back of an Italian pizza joint. Stranger things may have happened. And, you know, I can't think of one now, but 
I guess, you know, I guess. I, I can come on here and say it's definitely not true because I can't say that. I can, it'd be hearsay, but it's outrageous. It's outrageous nonetheless. Um, so, yeah, so, um, and then uh, the Scientology thing was something I really wanted to uh, get into as well. I mentioned it at the end of the episode. I mentioned that it's, uh, last episode, sorry. I mentioned that it's a very touchy subject uh, amongst mainstream uh, media people. Uh, Leah Rabidi, for what, got a lot of, uh, I'm sure she still gets a lot of trouble for for that, uh, you know, uh, very well done documentary she put out there. Very well done. I actually enjoyed it. It, it, it was um, it was something I feel like I needed to see, uh, repeating that I'm an agnostic and our, our biggest, I'd say, enemy of religions is Scientology because of how outrageously ridiculous it is and how false it is and how it was invented by some guy, some science fiction writer and fake Navy, you know, hero, whatever he was, L. Ron Hubbard. Now, even me saying that, the wrong person hears that, they find out where I am, I could have trouble. So let's keep this within our little uh, commune here of of gentle ramblers, gentle rambler, you know, listeners, and, you know, me, the rambler. Um, you know, the uh, that little shit that runs the, the uh, Scientology, um, God, his name just escaped me, David... Uh, God, David, David, uh, Koresh. No, no, David something. Tom Cruise is like, you know, he's like your, your spokesman. He's like your mascot of Scientology and everything. So, um, he's really the first person that comes to mind when your average, you know, everyday person thinks of Scientology. I'm sure his, you know, he comes to mind, you know, Oscar winning actor, whatever. And he's like, really, you know, I think he's like second in command. And, uh, you know, I know he had a big problem with his, uh, Katie Holmes when he was married to her, with his daughter, they're hooking her up to machines, you know, you know, all these crazy machines, lie detector machines, these like machines to try to make them have panic attacks so they can say, oh, look, um, we're going to cure, you know, without, without medication. It's, it's insane. It's, it's scary. It's crazy. And uh, Leah Ramini was in there since she was a little girl and I could see it did some, some psychological damage to her. And I, I'm glad that she was able to have a, a good career and able to get through that. I'm able, she was able to, uh, finally um you know exit that uh establishment whatever you want to call it church cult whatever i'm glad she got out of there and she did a great job of that and she she like i said courageous woman for doing that and i respect her greatly for it and um you know you don't hear too much from tom cruise uh, he might be so you know they got that oh the sea org right the sea org that's like they're like um you know like the navy seals of like the you know, Scientology, that's like their Navy SEALs, the Sea Org. You know, they work 14 hours a day. They go through a grueling process so they can wear the fucking, uh, you know, a Norwegian cruise outfit and go around and I don't know what they even do. It's crazy. And they torture these people if they do something wrong. It's, it's, it's uh, I've seen other, like, more low budget, you know, besides Liramini, more like, you know, low, I don't say low budget, but, you know, more independent uh, people that came out against Scientology. But to go on about Scientology, I really wanted to focus on that. But now where I'm coming up on 10 minutes, um, you know, like I said, I like to keep it at a certain time, a rigidly timed show I have. Um, the, the, the Israel Palestine thing, it's, it's so tough to talk about. And, um, yeah, I'm actually, um, before I finish off on that, I actually want to mention, uh, I did this a few weeks in a row, and um, a friend of mine from England, he has a show on the socialisthour.org. His name is David Middleton. He also has a blog, just like me. 
and he's a brilliant man, a very nice man, and he actually uh, played a clip from my uh, ninth episode on his uh, Socialist Hour uh, broadcast, and he did a great job. I appreciate him doing that. And he's actually, uh, hopefully, if all goes well for me this week, he, he might want to interview me. So that's uh, my first interview as a, uh, whatever, as a, you know, independent, uh, lo-fi media person. I'm excited about it, and I hope, uh, you know, it seems like we, we can be really good uh, pals, me and Mr. Middleton. But, uh, but, uh, anyway, so I, I, I encourage you to listen to his show, to read his blog, davidmiddleton.blogspot.com. Thank you, Dave. So back to um, let's see, back to uh, the um, the Neftali Bennett thing, and just the whole thing just seems so like um, scripted. You know, this show is very lightly scripted, but it just seems what Israel has done over the last. Let me pick a time frame here. All right, well, at least since uh, Trump gave them everything, you know, the Heights, the Golan Heights, uh, you know, put Jerusalem and everything, moving to the uh, U.S. Embassy there, which was just so disrespectful to the Palestinian population there. Since then, it seems everything that's, that, you know, that you talk about do-nothing uh, last week, you know, the do-nothing organizations, accords, whatever, the Abraham Accords, I wrote about that. That's a bunch of, uh, that's just, it's just, it's, it's nothing. It's just a bunch of countries that needed, they needed some money. Uh, the UAE needed needed weapons. They needed the okay to continue, uh, you know, uh, starving Yemen, bombing Yemen. So that's why they they, they signed up. Bahrain just, you know, they're kind of like the uh, UAE light, so to speak. So they signed up for it. But the other two, you know, Sudan, Morocco, they, they just did it for money, basically. And I know Morocco has a little thing going on there on their uh, border there to the south with a, a group called the Polisario Front. And I think they just did that so the United States would back them, basically. That's that's all I can really figure why they would uh, go against their um, their Muslim brethren. You know, it's I mean, you call people sellouts because that's like a uh, really antiquated thing to say, but. They sold out, basically. They sold out to the United States, more so than even Israel, you know. And, uh, you know, Trump, Trump uh, once again, mentioning Trump, which I'm getting tired of doing, but like I said, things he did just going to come up. Trump with the whole, uh, you know, making like he's going to uh, declare world peace because it is stupid. Uh, Abraham Accord is nonsense. It didn't do anything. The violence is getting worse. They're bombing Gaza. You know, where's it going to be every other week now? I'm going to come on here. Or I'm going to go wake up uh, to go to my day job and see this on the TV and just be sickened by it, you know? And, and um, you know, having to see, I mean, like I said, with social social media, I, I basically go on one site. I don't give, give out the name right now. You know, you all out there know. So, um, you know, seeing people very despondent about it, upset, angry, and and I can't blame them. And if they have family there, or if they're of Palestinian descent, or even like me, just somebody who who senses injustice, senses um, let's use the term ethnic cleansing because that's a really touchy term to use. But it seems like they're just trying to get them out of there. However, they have to, you know. I mean, uh, you know, mass evictions. Um, Putting up walls and barbed wire, uh, that you know, cutting highways in half, and if, if that's not going to get rid of them, you know, maybe they, they got to do it more violently. And it is a sad thing because the number one world power, the place where I once again reside, 
does nothing. And if anything, they, they, they encourage it. They encourage it. You know, they, they're not going to come out and, and really, I'd be surprised if old Joe came out and said, oh, I encourage this, you know, go ahead, keep doing it. He's not going to say that. But, you know, actions speak louder than words. I mean, I'm not one for cliches, but it's true in this, in this sense. Actions speak louder than words. The United States is doing nothing. I haven't even heard anything from the Secretary of State for the United States. What is he doing, playing golf? I mean, come on. It's just nothing happens. And then, you know, like, uh, I don't know, when Russia invaded the Ukraine, it was like a, an international incident. Everybody was like, oh, what are we going to do to slow them down? We got to stop this. We got we to gotta sanction them. We got to put a red line. But Israel's doing it. And they're not even, Hamas is just, a, it's a, Oh, it's a political organization. I gotta keep my keep my cool here. It's a political organization. I know they have they have, you know, they have stuff to defend themselves, but this isn't this isn't the Iranian uh revolutionary guard that, that we're talking about here. It's not. It's not. And I'm gonna continue this. Like I said about the whole Netanyahu watch, but obviously that's that's over. He's gone. Thank God. But you know what? This guy might be worse. He might be worse. And off the bat, he looks worse. So, um, so yeah. So I'm going to finish off on on that. Like I said, once again, I want to thank David Middleton for playing my uh, clip from um, my Solitary Confinement Black Lives Matter episode. I don't want to keep pushing that, but I'm just very, you know, I just took a lot of pride that, that he was dead. He did that. And I, I can't wait to speak with him, uh, you know, not in person, but, you know, speak with him, have a little chit-chat about what's going on in the world. I'm sure this will come up. I'm sure he'll listen to this episode and, and it'll come up. So next week, <clears throat> next week, I do definitely plan on discussing more, uh, going a little more into Scientology. I, I, I went into it a bit, but I want to really get more into it. Um, Miskevich, David Miskevich. Yes, thank you, David Miskevich. He's the head of the Scientology. Talk about him a little more. Maybe about Mr. Hubbard, who uh, so sadly is no longer with us, whatever. Um, and more about uh, QAnon and certain other, you know, cults, conspiracy groups. Is that you know, it's always interest interest me greatly, that sort of thing. But I had to spend the most of the show here on once again, bombings in Gaza, civilians most likely killed. I didn't even, I didn't even go back to look to see. Maybe uh, some of you, you folks can comment and, and fill me in. I mean, I, sometimes I don't even like to read it. I don't even like to, to hear how many, you know, especially when it's young, younger people, children. It, it's it's solemn. It's, it's a really solemn thing. Um, you know, I, I am a father, and, you know, to just know that uh, my, my children are, are you know, uh, 10 and, and 8 now, and just think about your own child being, you know, sitting at home in, in Palestine and a bomb hits uh, the floor above him and, and, you know, he could be crushed. And I'm actually getting choked up. The rambler doesn't usually get choked up, but this is tough to talk about when we discuss, you know, the death of children, more c- civilians, any civilian, but, you know, a, a child being, you know, bombed. It's just think about it. Anybody that's listening to this and does it, you know, maybe is pro-Israeli and, and they're on the fence maybe and they're thinking, it's wrong, man. It is really wrong what they're doing. I mean, this is about as serious as I'm going to get. This is a, a travesty. It is a travesty. So anyway, um, it's my 37th birthday, and uh, um, it's a shame I had to uh, do this show on such a, a solemn or a uh, 
a sad kind of um, topic and all, but it, it, you know, I have to I have to report on it because it's it's important to me and it's important to my uh, to my people out there that listen. So anyway, anybody that wants to send me some birthday wishes, you're free to. Uh, once again, this is the Gentle Rambler, episode eleven, season two, and I will be signing off. <laughs>